0: receive the gift of his very body and blood in the Holy Communion. A few announcements for this morning. First of all, Sunday school and Bible class meet this morning at 9.30 a.m., following a time of fellowship in the lounge with coffee and refreshments. Children meet in the music room for an opening devotion, and adults meet in the gym for our app, to Discovery Bible Study, focused today on the book of Ephesians. The adult new member class will meet in the fellowship hall. Please join us in the study of God's Holy Word. We would invite you all to our Trinity School Musical this Wednesday evening, February 15th at 6.30 p.m. in the Fine Arts Center of Lutheran High. The fifth through eighth grade will be presenting Echoes of the Hammer, which tells the story of Martin Luther. There are no tickets or reserved seating for this event, but we encourage you all to join us for that evening um, musical.
1: The best way to follow along is to place your bulletin
0: in the back of the panel. The panel serves as a guide. Simply go to the page indicated. We also encourage you to take home the green sheets with you, which serve as a devotional guide uh, throughout the week. That's it for our announcements this morning. Please stand the bells
1: for call us the worship.
2: For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I, therefore, forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
3: praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. Help save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord.
2: O Lord, graciously hear the prayers of your people, that we who justly suffer the consequence of our sin may be mercifully delivered by your goodness to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
1: The Old Testament
0: reading for the sixth Sunday after the Epiphany is from Deuteronomy chapter 30. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways, and by keeping his commandments and his statutes and his rules, then you shall live and multiply. The Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore choose life that you and your offspring may live loving the Lord your God obeying his voice and holding fast to him for he is your life and length of days that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob to give them This is the word of the Lord be to God. The epistle is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3 But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are not yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For While there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For for when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human?
2: The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 5th chapter. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. This is the gospel of the Lord. Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the Gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words, Jesus said, everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. Everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Everyone who divorces his wife on the ground of sexual immorality. makes her commit adultery and whoever marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Do not take an oath. Let what you simply say, let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. This is our text. You may be seated. He said what? The phrase he said what is a way of expressing such astonishment at what someone has spoken as to request that it be repeated. Later on after our reading for today in Matthew 5:48 we hear that Jesus said something even more baffling. He said you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. He said, what? It's hard for us to believe that the bar for our lives could be set so high that it is impossible for us to reach. But you heard it right. It's what he said. Yet, that's not all that he said. For he also said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. He said, what? He said, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. He said, what? He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And he said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand like he did for the people of old through Moses. The Lord set before his disciples and he sets before us here today. Life and good. Death and evil through what he said. Listen again To what he said about the evil of murder, adultery, divorce, and swearing falsely. Everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to counsel. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. Everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Everyone who divorces his wife, except for the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Do not take an oath at all. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. He said, what? You heard him right. It's true. For in summary, as he says, you must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, or you fall short of the glory of God. Well, how do we deal with this? How do we deal with this? Some try to deal with it by being moralists. Others, by being relativists. Luther had this great little illustration. He said, all of us were like a drunken man on a horse. He falls off on one side, you put him back up, and he falls off on the other side. Well, let's start with the moralism. The Pharisees, the scribes and Pharisees, they, they, they really didn't think they needed help from Jesus. They said to him, hey, look, we've never murdered anybody. We've never committed adultery. And then there, too, he says, have you ever been angry? If you have, you're guilty. Have you ever looked at a woman with lustful intent? Goes the other way too, gals. Guilty. They didn't follow the law. And you know what they tried to do then too? Make all sorts of other laws to make themselves look good. Laws that they could follow, laws that they could fulfill, and then they looked like the good people. If I do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and then this, then everything will be good. And we do that too, by the way. And people out there they think that you think that you're the good people and if you think that you're wrong we're not the good people we're just people who know we're bad that we fall short of the glory of god that we've broken every single commandment whether it be in thought word or deed and that's jesus point here today so there's no hope for us in the way of moralism just try harder right? No hope. Because by definition, we were conceived in sin, and so we're, we're caught in that. It's our default position. Well, the other side is relativism. Relativism presumes there is no God but you, that everything is relative to you, that the whole world revolves around you. This way of thinking is summed up well by the philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, who said that freed from the burden of being creatures of God, human beings must rise to the challenge of self-creation, of being whatever they choose to be. In other words, be whoever or whatever works for you you should feel no obligation, he says, to conform to the standards or criteria of anybody else. Sound familiar? Isn't this exactly where our culture is at? It's just about me. Now, think about this. We're following in our culture the guy who proclaimed that God is dead. Well, God is not dead. Nietzsche is. There are dire consequences to our sin. The wages of sin is death. And even to this way of thinking, do you want someone who follows no standard, no criteria, building your airplanes or your bridges? Do you? Do you? Do you? I don't want to get in a plane where I'm not sure if it's going to go up or down or when. Do you? No. That's a lie, that there's no criteria, that there's no standard. And the ultimate lie is that there's no God who created us. I mean... It goes against logic to say that we brought ourselves into being, doesn't it, if you didn't exist? The truth is God does exist. The truth is God is here for us, even right here and right now, to undo our sin and our death, to make us new again. That's what he's here to do. Listen again to what Jesus said. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. He comes to dot every I and cross every T. The work that he does, you don't have to worry about. Because it's done perfectly. Jesus is perfect. Jesus is the only perfect one. He is the one who clears the bar of the law with his perfect law-keeping, law-fulfilling life. He's conceived not by Joseph, but by the Holy Spirit. He's from God to do the God job in our flesh and blood of saving us from sin and death. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. And does that come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life? He said, what? You heard him correctly. Believing is? You receive the benefit of his work. And you have everything that he has. You not only are forgiven your sins, you're clothed with his perfection. He said through the apostle, baptism saves you. And it does. Because God has attached his promise to that. He said, what? Water and word saves me? Yes. You heard right, and it does. He said, this is my body, this is my blood. What? This bread and wine? Yes, you heard right. It's his body and blood for the forgiveness of your sins, for the strengthening of your faith. It's for the putting of Christ who is perfect in you, surrounding you, washing you, feeding you with everything he is and everything he has. Jesus Said with regard to your sin, he said, it's all on me. I think I saw Mahomes say that in one of the playoff games. You know, we got the Super Bowl coming up, right? He made a pass, and the guy's amazing, isn't he? So is the Hurts guy, so I'm not taking, I have no. <laughs> but I saw him throw a pass, and, and he threw it, and, and I saw him say, it's on me it's on me. He took responsibility for his missing the mark, which is what sin is, by the way. He missed the mark. You could even call that a sin. Really? Yeah, sin is missing the mark. He said, it's on me. Now, we're the ones who miss the mark, but the amazing thing is this, the, the astounding thing is this, is that Jesus said, it's on me, your sin, every last one of your sins. It's all on me. Your anger, your lust, your divorce, your marrying one divorced. All of that, he says, it's on me, and you have a blank slate. In repentance and faith, forgiveness and peace, there's blessing for your new marriage. For you who continually fall short of the glory of God. Notice we can't make this about wow. Oh, ho, ho, that person was divorced. Really? You've been angry? Uh-oh. You're in the same place and so am I. See, we like to make these comparisons with regard to us with regard to sin. All sin damns, by the way. How about comparing yourself to Christ? There's no comparison. And so what does he do? He gives himself to you. That's what he's getting at here. This is the great news of the gospel. It's all on him. Everything bad you've ever thought, you've ever said, you've ever done, everything not in accord with his word, it's all on him. So that for you, his grace, his forgiveness, his righteousness. That's all on you. It's the great exchange. It truly is a blessing. So Jesus is here now, having won our salvation through his suffering, death, resurrection, ascension into heaven. He comes here and now to take every last sin away from you and to clothe you again with himself in all that is meet and right and salutary for eternity. Jesus clears the bar of the law for you with his life and then pays the price for your failure with his death. And then he saves the best for last, right? He rolls away the stone of the tomb with his resurrection. That solid rock holding us down and holding us in and crushing us under its weight. That rock, it's gone. Now heaven is open again. Heaven is open for you, every last one of you. There is life and hope again for you and for me. In him, in Jesus, the one who cleared the bar with his life, paid the price with his death, and opened the grave with his resurrection. He said, never will I leave you. Never. Never will I forsake you. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, what? He said, because I live, you live. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
0: Let us pray. Almighty God, the seas roar and the rivers clap their hands. Because you come to judge the earth. Receive our thanks that you declare us righteous by water and the word. Grant that that we would live in the baptismal grace until you come in glory. We give thanks this day for the blessings received by Emily Moore, who celebrates her 60th birthday. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, you make us your children in baptism and desire that we grow and mature in the faith. Bless pastors, teachers, parents, all who teach your word and give us a constant desire to hear and obey it. Bless all church workers and those preparing for church work that your care continually be brought to bear on people's lives. We thank you this day for Becky Truchel and Mariah Larson who have accepted calls to serve at Trinity's and for Kim Rathel for the great blessing she is for all who, for us as a teacher at Trinity. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of all, you judge the peoples in righteousness and equity. Give wisdom to our nation's authorities. Preserve us from unjust division and cause us to love one another. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our Lord, our God, you are our life and our length of days. Sustain and strengthen those who suffer sickness and affliction, especially the families of the earthquakes in Syria and Turkey, for Tim and Jeff undergoing tests, Amy Melcher and Renee Walshlager, who will have surgery, Emily, hospitalized, Emmy hospitalized at Freighter. Emily and Colton, recovering after surgery. Jean, recovering after surgery. Laverne, recovering after breaking her hip. For Bart, Sue, and Dawn, who are ill. Mark, in long-term rehabilitation. Deborah, for continued management of her illness. For Heather, John, Coralie, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Doris, Timothy, and Ronald, all in treatment for cancer. For John, Eleanor, and Dorothy, in hospice care. Comfort and mourn. Comfort all those who mourn, especially the families of Alberta Melcher, Ed Livermore, Peter Jerving, and the families of Miriam Rodewald and August and Marie Rudolph and Joan and Daniel Holt, who we remember today, with the promise of life in Christ. Lord in your mercy. In your Almighty God, you give growth to the church by your holy word and sacraments. Preserve your people from the wisdom of the world which creates division and follows after the winds of this age. Unite the church in a common confession of your truth. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. For to you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated as we gather together the offering we invite you to fill out the friendship register. Thank
2: Is truly good bright and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you holy lord almighty father everlasting god through jesus christ our lord for what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world you have made known to the nations in your son in him being found in the substance of our mortal nature you have manifested the fullness of your glory therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Go in peace. Amen. Amen.
0: We give thanks to almighty God that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ your Son our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
2: Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Thank